I come off my workouts knowing I gave my all super intentional. It's not just like, oh shit, I have to go back into the gym tomorrow. I know I'm going to be sore or tired or whatever and have to do something else every single day, you know, like day in, day out. It's not like that. I am giving myself adequate rest and I can see the recomposition happening. good it's friday morning so um it's an exciting time to be alive i guess <laughs> the weekend's i've been i've been up since like five o'clock because my body doesn't let me sleep for some reason i've been starting to work out in the morning so that's part of it and then you guys are like texting me at 9 a.m like yeah i think we'll be awake <laughs> listen I have not had a regular job in months now and my <laughs> sleep schedule, I'm I'm such a night owl. So it's just progressively getting like worse and worse and worse. So last night I like forced myself to go to bed at like 11. So it wasn't too bad, but yeah, I've been getting up around nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like sleeping, so I don't have an excuse. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm not even saying it as a brag I promise I don't know my body's just starting to wake up early now and it's it's shocking even me so did you work out already today I was supposed to oh okay, okay then, <laughs> but then, then other things happened so <laughs> we're good yeah. are we who's all training today is anyone training anything today yeah I should be I um I was I just recently had a a lung infection. So, which you guys heard on the last episode, my voice was like whack. So, <clears throat> I was off the gym for about 15 days. So, wow, I've just Yeah. So, I've just recently gone back and let me tell you, my body is so freaking sore because <laughs> I just think that I could go back and do the exact same thing that I did prior, mm-hmm. which don't do that. Don't do that okay just just think it's like beginner gains again you know (laughs) I went right straight into my leg day the other day and I'm not joking like you know when you did such a like hard leg day and your your like knees kind of buckle and like give out it was happening to me for like two days (laughs) I should train today but I'll probably just do a really light like kind of like a pump day I, I will 100% train just it wasn't gonna happen this morning <laughs> that's fair that is fair well I'm gonna do a full body workout and I'm still really loving that program that I wrote um it's really good because I think I've just been a bit all over the place so when I go I just if I'm on day one um like I can just jump in at any time and if I can make it at the gym the next day I'll do day two and if I can't by the time I get there I do day two so like I just rotate through my like four day split whenever I can go so I think that's really good yeah it's just been really good for me because I feel like I've just I like those kind of splits sometimes when you need a little bit more guidance but you're not you know as intensely training like towards a prep or towards a certain short goal and uh yeah, so basically that's it. And then I'm going to go for a really nice walk because it's sunny. 
and I'm dog sitting my parents' dog right now. And uh, it's a very good excuse to go on like a two hour long walk in the forest or something. So that'll be nice. It has been so sunny on the island. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like actually shocked by it. Even yeah. uh, even on the mainland, it's we call it Vancouver, but uh, instead of Vancouver, it's artists. Oh, you kind of like Gabby. Did it cut out? A little bit for me. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm just saying it's really gorgeous here as well. It's so nice. Um, okay, so today we have something special from Ashley. We have a new addition to our podcast. I'm very excited. So <laughs> we are going to be adding a new little segment called Glute News. So mm-hmm. we just kind of want to talk about um, like what's going on in the industry, what shows are going on, who's winning what, and maybe a little gossip thrown in there too, because we all love a little tea. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll just dive right in. What's the 411? What is everyone <laughs> talking about? <laughs> that was a Mean Girls reference. Yes. I loved it. Yeah. But um, I think this is great because then every week we can like, you know, update on like, yeah, just everything going on in the bikini industry. So. Yeah. So we actually started this podcast because we had a group chat and all we would talk about is like bikini and bodybuilding and all that stuff. So we started the group chat or we started the podcast and but we're still using our group chat to talk about these things and not the pod. So we just kind of want to bring a little bit more of like our group yeah. feel to the pod it's a little mm-hmm. bit more like chatty and you know like I said we all have a little tea so I guess I'll just start with the big one that we're all excited about is Angelica announced that she will be coming back in 2024 oh my gosh that was the best news ever guys <laughs> yeah it's pretty darn exciting so she yeah I think she said she applied to the Arnold yeah, it was either that she did apply or she, that's her plan to apply. So, yeah. so excited. I feel like there's going to be some girls in that top, you know, that top 10 place that are hoping to do well at the Arnold's that are going to be a little more nervous now because Angelica is bikini queen. She is queen of bikini. Like, I I just look at her as kind of like one of the greats you know how we like look back on like men's bodybuilding and we have those men I feel like for bikini she's one of those you know for us absolutely so I just think she was such a great ambassador she's like so positive all the time and like just a very classy person like there was never any tackiness around her drama around her you know it was just always like very positive so and I very much love her story. I remember, I don't know which interview it was, but I believe she was speaking of, you know, coming to America and working as a grocery store clerk and like really just coming from the bottom up, getting into the gym and achieving so, so much. So yeah, I have the utmost respect for her and it's going to be amazing to see a return after her two babies, right? Yes, two babies. Wow. She, oh man like her physique too was like the definition of balanced and and proportionate she doesn't have like the craziest x frame meaning like she doesn't have like one of those micro itty bitty waists like isa 
um and she doesn't really have like a super wide clavicle or shoulders like Daraja or like she doesn't have huge glutes like you know but it just all fit together so well and her conditioning was so nice like she was never too shredded she was never too soft you know yeah like she just she really had that like attainable look that uh you know yeah like overall kind of like what jen has yeah yeah in a different way than jen so it'll be really interesting to see her come back yeah i'm excited what do you guys think like about like like her physique like coming back i feel like if she comes back like it could go one or two ways right because she could have used that time you know being a new mom and everything it could have she could have either like taken a lot of time off in that time frame but i don't know knowing somebody i don't know her personally but like just seeing somebody like that where she was very just passionate about training i don't see her taking like that whole time off off so Mm -hmm. if she comes back with a similar physique but improved I feel like I feel like she could do really really well um because I went down a rabbit hole of creeping her the other night (laughs) and um I feel like her physique could be really competitive still if she just brought her glutes up maybe a touch from what they were before Mm -hmm. that's about it just bring the glutes up just a little yeah. bit more density in the tie-in area, especially like a little bit more pop and fullness in the just in the glute volume in general. Just like just a bit more glute volume, I think. But I think oh. she also has the thing that is really hard to learn. Like she just has that look, that energy, and just mm-hmm. like having two kids, having time off stage. It's not going to take away from that. Yeah, not on someone yeah. like her. You know that's that energy is going to come back. So that's I think no matter what her physique looks like, you know she'll be able to achieve her best physique again. I I believe that she can. But um, yeah, some of the girls I think are going to be a little nervous because she and has she, that energy. And mm-hmm. she won 2017, 2018, right? I think yeah, yeah so that's right. Yeah. 2018. So if she does the Olympia in 2024, that is six years later. She will be. 42 wow wow like that is insane i, I mean aaron that. stern with aaron stern was 42 at the olympia last year we have a couple other 41 year old olympians or something but i mean after two kids it's a bit different so i, I love to see that and hear that because sometimes yeah. like you know i'm gonna be 29 and like that's not very old at all but seeing all of the younger girls in the industry coming up like winning at 22 23 it's like sometimes you get in your head being like oh my god I'm old and I'm like gonna be too old to compete and it's no, like no, no, no and won the Olympia at 36 like yeah right so it's like that's not the case at all yeah, um, you literally have seven years yeah right and like so I don't plan on even that age yeah yeah, and I'm, like, never planning on having kids either. So, like, you know, I'll yeah. never have that, like, in-between time if I don't want it. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. Next little right. piece. What else we got? We've got Amy. She announced that she will be going into her off-season now, which I think oh. is about a fucking dime. Um, oh, yeah. She, 
she did a lot of shows last year. Oh she my god, the girl's been in prep for like three years straight, it seems like. <laughs> knew the Arnolds last year? No. No, I don't believe so. I don't she's never so. done it. She no. was too new the year before. See, after all of her success, this would have been the perfect year for her to apply, but she needs an off-season. She does. I, yeah. I think also, too, she, like, made a post about saying, like, you know, she just really wants to be a mom right now. And, like, obviously, like, competing that much and just the level of success that she had, like, so fast. I could see, like, obviously, bodybuilding's a selfish sport, so there's only so much you can give to other people and like including your kid. Right. So she probably just yeah. wants some quality time with her family now. I would assume. Oh, Good cool. for her. Yeah. So the shows that we had this past weekend, we had a couple, um, we had a few actually like international shows, yeah. but I'll just kind of name the more popular ones that we, like there was one in India and like we have, I don't know, we had a bunch of shows, but um, we had the Atlantic Pro on the weekend, which Jazzy Gonzalez came back after an off season. So we were all excited to see her, but yeah. she ended up placing second there. And we saw our new shiny pro Ariana or Ari won that one mm. as well, which is pretty crazy. So yeah, I that feel was like, sorry. Yeah, no, that was really, we were analyzing that one in real time for sure, because we all have so much love for for Jasmine and yeah, just seeing that difference in their physiques and just saying, okay, like, what are they going to reward? And, you know, I I think you guys made the right calls and just in mentioning like Jasmine's uh, quads, maybe just like little details why they might have chosen Ari, but incredible physiques. Yeah, I saw Jazzy did a live on like kind of what went down with that show and what her feedback was and it totally made sense she made a post about it as well um but they just I think it was her coach actually um was like we need to bring her upper glutes up a bit and then in her front pose she was flaring her lat quite a bit Mm -hmm. um because if you look at pictures from last season to this season like she's grown quite a bit um so she doesn't need to do that so that was one feedback that she gave I think she was just maybe a touch too hard up there for what they're looking for for bikini that's my yeah but but yeah they looked really great and then uh we had wellness I'm just gonna touch on the wellness for that show too because we had Sunny Andrews come back and compete as well place fourth and then um, Tiffany, she won, which is Rough Diesel's wife. And they were the first couple, bodybuilding couple, to win their Olympia qualifications in the same weekend at different shows. That's right. Because, uh, yeah, Terrence won in India, right? I believe that's where he won. And yeah. Then, and then she won at the Atlantic Pro. So that's pretty cool. That is so cool. Well, now they can hopefully both go into a bit of a growth season and chill together. I want them to bring back couples bodybuilding so fucking bad. <laughs> I would love to see it. I miss that. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's cute, but it's also cheesy. I love it, though. It's so cheesy. It's so yeah. fucking cheesy. I love it so much, though. <laughs> Excuse me. 
Um, yes. Yeah, so then we had. Oh, yes, we had the Sean Ray Hawaiian classic. Pro. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where you'll you, never you'll never guess who won you'll never guess <laughs> miss ashley kaltwasser and how many uh, wins is that for her now over 40 right 42 42 gosh yeah that's insane um and then we had a girl play second her name is katie carroll i'm personally not familiar with her but i'm gonna go creep now and then we <laughs> saw eureka come back and she yeah. plays third Oh, nice. Yeah. Did she do the Olympia this year? Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah she was there in the, I believe, top 15. No, she no? was at 12th last year. And this year, I think she was like way down the list. Hmm. Really? Yeah, this year was let funny. Me, hey? Let me check. I, I did look before. That's why I think I might know. But anyways, I wonder if she's doing Japan after as well, because Japan is this coming weekend. It is. I think it starts today, actually. That's fair enough. It's almost the weekend. It's Friday, <laughs> which is so exciting. The Japan Olympia is, I don't know why, but it's just one of those shows that I'm like, that is like one of the top shows on my list that I want to do. I always wanted to do it too. I the agree. It's just so cool. And I love that it's like after the american olympia you know like the og olympia Mm -hmm. and then obviously we have like arnold's coming up too and stuff so it's just like it's kind of like a fun compact time you know yeah um it was a yeah ashley looked good at that show she did she looked really good it it was absolutely nothing against the other girls but it was a pretty obvious standout win yeah yeah um, yeah and then this is just obviously a little bit of tea but we had I don't know how to say her name properly um, but she's a wellness pro and she was going to do the Ben Weeder Naturals there was so much drama around oh, it's like Cheng Ki right Cheng, Cheng, Cheng Li I think. yeah so Obviously, this is all like alleged. Um, we don't know solid facts or anything like that. It's just some tea. But there was speculation that she is definitely not natural. Um, and then she was going to be doing the natural show. Obviously, Goob stepped in, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, though, I do feel bad. Like, I did hear that there was quite a bit of bullying going on, which... Mm-hmm encouraged her not to compete in the natural show which I think is fine anyway like I don't advocate for bullying ever but I also don't advocate for doing shady stuff but she came and she placed second at um the Hawaii pro so yeah and I mean is good right like she's a very good physique probably stands a chance of winning show she's been an olympian in the past and yeah just you know go to an open show which most of literally all except for one are in the pro bodybuilding league so yeah except that she was in bikini 
it's crazy that she was in Beaky. Oh, she was at the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She built so much. And like obviously we had watched her journey like throughout her growing phase. And like she's insane, like in a good way. Like her physique is absolutely insane what she had built over the past what two years was it yeah Yeah. Yeah, absolutely insane so I think that she shouldn't short herself yeah but if you build that much in two years it's most likely not because you're eating enough protein like there might be a little something more yeah (laughs) maybe just possibly I don't think she was the only competitor to drop out though was she from the Ben Weeder Naturals because I I know that like quite a few people were tagged or mm. called out in people's instagram stories for not being natural but signing up for the natural show i don't know what i did look are. at the scorecard and i saw hers was ns like no show i don't remember seeing that for any bikinis but yeah mm. there it would show if someone like dropped out yeah oh, okay. the unfortunate so, thing with that show is like there's Obviously, if you can look back on the lists of previous years before, too, it's like, it's pretty obvious that some athletes are kind of not being honest and truthful. And it's just, it's a shame. It's too bad. Do you guys think that Ben Weeder natural should, like, pro show should be a thing? Because there is no natural Olympia, so. I do. I do believe that they should have it. I just really think that they should crack down more. How they can do that, I don't know. Yeah, um, I wonder if like you have to register, I don't know, 12 weeks in advance. And upon registration, you have to have like a a, t- a test done somehow when you register and when you do the show. Yeah, something. You know? something. Yeah, this has okay. been a, you know, an... NPC, CPA, IFBB thing for a while, right? Is there yeah. just isn't enough regulation, you know, showing up and doing a, a test on the day is it's not enough. And especially because we hear a lot of the time regionals, pro qualifiers may or may not be testing at all, even though we're paying drug testing fees. So yeah, there has to be, you know, another level taken. Like if we're going to have, you know, so many good natural shows, you know, really promoting it for the natural athletes and trying to keep it honest. I I do hope that they hear these athletes speaking up and can do more in the IFBB NPC league. Yeah. But yeah. And you know, you know where you see the biggest difference is like I saw a few pictures of the men's classes, um, classic physique and men's bodybuilding. And like those guys are natural. You're not gonna have an open men's bodybuilder pretend to be natural. Yeah like you're just not good luck like huh good luck yeah it doesn't the bodybuilding category at um, ben weeder it doesn't even qualify you to the olympia right yeah so no i don't i don't know i don't think so not in bodybuilding i'm pretty sure okay well i mean even if you even if it did you'd come dead last like if you're natural you know what i mean so like you can really see a difference so i love the fact that there's a natural show and if people actually were all natural you would see a difference too in bikini like when you look at the canada natural pro qualifier and you just look at the general look of the lineups versus canadian nationals you do see a difference 
hundred percent. And you're going to have these couple standout girls in any show that it could be genetics. They could be not natural. They could be natural. It's hard. It's, it's a little hard to say at like the pro qualifier level, except that it at that level, you really do see a difference. And you did in the, you did even in the wellness category at the Ben Weeder pro show, like, um, well, who won that conditioning, one? you'll see a huge difference. Yeah. The girl, to... the girl who won bikini, the bikini show, like she looks natural. Whether or not she, she looks, was, she yeah, looks she looks natural. stunning. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. All the girls <laughs> actually did. Yeah, yeah. So you really do see a difference, and so there is a place for it because, yeah, there's just a certain look you're not going to get if you don't have something like Anavar keeping your muscles like hard and hard yeah that's the sad thing though is like you know natural athletes especially in bodybuilding it's like (sighs) bodybuilding and like steroids or enhancements they go so hand in hand so the fact that we do still have natural athletes pushing themselves to do a full prep and do these shows and be competitive it's like man just give them there's one fucking show a year you have they have one space and then as an enhanced athlete you have every option of show to do every single one and you're going to choose to take away from natural athletes at their one time of year it just it doesn't make sense to me and it just makes me like like want to like fight for the natural athletes you trust know? me yeah. I appreciate you saying that because yeah. yeah there were a few moments where I've just you know had to bite my lip and I'm like I I, I hear your voice I see your jawline like get out yeah. I'm like you know what if you if you're natural and want to be like up there with the enhanced people you know like Gabby you did this past year and you proved that you can still go out there naturally and you can still win and you can be competitive and it's like that's amazing and awesome but it's like if you wanted to be on a hundred percent um like playing field with everybody else and have the exact same like fair chance it's like it makes no sense to me that an enhanced athlete would like just budge themselves in there you know, it's just upsetting. It is. But, you yeah. know, as um, our wellness friend demonstrated in some of the texts that were leaked by her old coach, they said, I can do what I want. Yeah. And that's unfortunately the attitude. Yeah. yeah. It's like as an enhanced athlete, too, it's like, what, are you going to feel better that you won that show? Like, I wouldn't. No, I feel, but once again, humans, right? Humans push yeah. that shit down deep inside and it's it's all oh, about yeah. a title or a moment. And I don't agree with it whatsoever, but I, I I agree with both of you saying there should still be a place for those natural shows and even at the pro level, because yeah. I'd like to think for myself, I'm like, okay, so I've remained natural. Maybe I could, if I ever got there to, you know, achieving my pro card, I would want to compete in a natural pro show and just see where my chances are, you know, appropriately. And then say you do win, not me, somebody. (laughs) But then if you chose to be enhanced at that point to compete at the Olympia, you at least know you push your natural potential all the way. And then I think if you are going to the Olympia, unless you're completely God tier genetics, you're probably going to have to enhance if you want to be competitive. 
probably yeah. right mm-hmm. so it's cool that they still give an avenue to push yourself as far as you can naturally if somebody wants to do that yeah exactly so it's just don't take that away from people <laughs> yes please yes all right well that's our glute news for the week that was there exciting. is one more there okay. is one more I wanted to bring up Ooh. um and it was from like two weeks ago but it was just that um a certain bikini competitor she's not a pro she probably will be you know one of the next time she goes on stage but she was dating a very 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 famous bodybuilder and they broke up and I'm just I don't know if like we need to say who it is but like everyone will know yeah but I don't get the thing Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure people have seen it if they're, you know, up on the bodybuilding industry, but she's a really lovely person. So I I don't feel like I need to be like, you know, saying her name or anything, but I just man, I feel for people whose like whole life is on display like that. Mm-hmm. And like when you have a breakup or when you something happens, like you can't like even just live your life and like go through like a grieving process without everyone talking about it on reddit or on instagram or twitter or wherever yeah there's a lot of like speculations around like what happened and stuff and like even that alone it's like how can you just like you said have that time to like grieve when everybody around you on the internet and stuff is like have all these speculations and that probably aren't even fucking true at all you know so it's really it's really tough I I do think there's an aspect of you know if you are choosing to put yourself out there yeah you you want to have that that whatever you want to call it fame or be known as an influencer you are accepting that whatever happens in your Mm -hmm. life will be the world's to know so I I feel for them but I also say you chose this do you know what I mean and I never understood I never understood that until I like stopped posting on Instagram I just I don't know a few months ago I was just like I just need a break I've been on there for like 10 years so and I started to feel that like I I remember posting something about it was quite obvious something that I'd said like it was obvious that I was single and this was like you know a year and a bit ago maybe a year and a half or something and then somebody somebody that I don't even know like messaged me and was like you're single again, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, like over and over again. They're like, what happened? Like, it just, and then some weird comment about it. And I was like, ew, like, I don't even know who you are. I don't know. I just, I can't imagine having like a hundred thousand followers or a million followers or something. And then just every single person, I don't know, knowing about every detail. I even had like a little bit of that go down like I didn't talk about what happened with my relationship anywhere at all Um, like when I moved to Kelowna and stuff like only my close friends and family know truly what happened like nobody else knows the amount of DMs I got was insane like yeah did you guys break up did you break up I'm like I don't even know who you are how do you even know like what the fuck people are just they're waiting in the wings right yeah Um, but I I think that's yeah like if your privacy is 
something that's really rare nowadays. So if you are choosing to take that with your relationship or your life, you are giving up that opportunity to, you know, maybe you're limiting your growth on, you know, social media or whatever, but I don't know if I'm willing to give that privacy up, right? Like to the extent that I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like I have way less engagement. I'm losing followers like every day because I don't post stuff on there anymore I lose followers like every day um I have like maybe just like my close friends will message me or talk to me and stuff and like um yeah it's just it's a very very like different experience and my coaching business too like I I love all the clients that I work with and I I love doing it so much but because I'm not sharing all the time or like posting my body all the time like it's just a yeah like there's just a huge aspect of like the bodybuilding industry that you if you really want to like make it big and make a living from it like you have to put your whole life out there and so I just like really was thinking about that breakup and like how you they had to make this big public announcement like we're deciding to as if they're like um like it's almost like they're like a-list like movie stars you know like when they are in the industry in our world they are in our world they are like it like when Gwyneth Paltrow and the Coldplay guy whatever his name is like they broke up and they're like we're consciously uncoupling or whatever they fucking called it and like yeah and it just made me think of that because they both put on their story this like these bodybuilders they both put on their story like we're breaking up and I'm like man like because in our world like they are like the a-list anyway yeah the, the will smith and jada's entanglement <laughs> oh god well speaking okay one more speaking of bodybuilding couples let's go a little bit on the positive side and mention that courtney king is prego with chris yeah. baby okay and then they went to go do like a gender reveal thing and then they didn't show it off was i, I like I hate when people do that so yeah because i'm one of those i'm one of those people like lurking in the shadows (laughs) (laughs) you're like in the dms like oh no chance damn is it a girl or boy like let me know (laughs) oh god that's anyway it's gonna be the most attractive child that's ever walked Um, i was like getting emotional watching their videos and stuff i'm like oh my god this is so cute and then i'm like wait do i want a baby no 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 maybe (laughs) oh man pretty cute so that's very exciting news yes yes congrats to them that's awesome hey when does the arnold list come out i don't know actually that's a good question very soon because they don't give them a lot of time to get ready they only give them like 12 weeks or something usually or last week last year was like 14 weeks or something I know last year a lot of people didn't do it because it was just too quick of a turnover from the Olympia. So yeah. I know they moved the date so it wasn't like that this year. So oh, okay. um, I have no idea when it is though. Okay. Well, anyway, that's something we can bring up next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try and snoop and stay updated for that. Yeah, and obviously once the list comes out, we'll have our prediction episode out and stuff with that. So... Yeah. Okay. Well, today, besides the fun glute news, we really wanted to kind of touch on just some like training stuff within bikini. 
Yeah, because we are one of our first episodes was a training for bikini episode. It's done really well. Like we've got lots of listens and, you know, engagement with that. And I think since it has been over a year, I think since we've done that one, we thought we'd update it just a little bit because all of us have progressed in our training and there are some new, you know, bikinis evolving as well. So we're excited to chat a little bit about where we see the training for the bikini division going or what we've been up to for training. And yeah, I'm, I don't know. I think it's good. This is necessary. Yeah. I agree with like what you said about, you know, how we've all progressed. So I would love like to dive in about like the training stuff, because I think the last time we did this episode, I had been training so differently than what I'm training like now and getting really different results. So yeah, let's dive in. So overall, what are you guys doing right now for your splits and kind of how are you taking your training to be bikini training? I'll jump in, I think, first, because I was the most recently in a prep and you know, got my feedback and all of that stuff is, I'm still trying to take it all to heart. So I do not need to grow a lot, um, but I do need to grow still. And I am focusing a lot on my lower body, especially my hamstrings, because those behaviors refuse to grow. (laughs) Um, And even though my feedback was discussing that I need to, my glutes were a little bit overpowering that I need to bring them down. And I know that was talking about conditioning more than anything because I do need a little bit more density I think throughout my whole lower body you guys probably agree right just from yes and totally and I just want to like say that when your feedback was bring your glutes down like you gotta read between the lines sometimes with judges feedback because you could easily be like oh well the judge just said I have enough glutes and it's like no Nuh-uh. if you weren't conditioned enough you need to you need to re-evaluate every piece of feedback uh-huh and even oh. though I wanted more feedback and like a little bit of clarification I literally did not get anything else from that was the only thing so yeah. definitely frustrating sometimes but you yeah like Allison said read between the lines and that's what I've been doing so my lower bodies are my three days a week training are predominantly lower body with a little bit of shoulders and especially focus on rear delts so yeah I mean delts in general but mostly rear because like that's where I'm really lacking compared and I have been pushing my main goal is to feel every movement every rep exactly where I want to feel it so sometimes for me we can all talk about this more but sometimes that's looking like um, like some partial reps, like right in that lengthen phase for hamstring stuff, like RDLs and um, like Bulgarian split squats, just really feeling that stretch while it's loaded. And if I'm doing any exercise and I'm not feeling it, I'm stopping right away and I'm reassessing. I am not just going through the motions. Totally. Yes. I feel you on that. It can, it can be really distracting sometimes when you're when you're trying to train like that, because when I first got into training, it was like about picking the heaviest shit up and putting it back down. It was such a different way to come about it. Yeah. When I first got into it, it was about like feeling a burn and feeling tired. Yeah. 
and like and heavy weights too like everybody around me was always like oh it's about lifting heavy it's about lifting heavy so like I would just try to do it like fast and hard so that it mm-hmm. felt like I was working really hard yeah you know? but I didn't know what I was doing so I feel yeah. like a lot of people go into training that way like that's what I did too yeah. especially because I don't know about you guys but when I started training it was like instantly into a bodybuilder like mindset um but I feel like in a way like is that where beginner gains really come from is like yes. all of a sudden like all of this fucking progressive overload all of a sudden you know I think so though like I really do like I if you are new to the gym do not be afraid to put the weight on like I think it makes a difference me too but at a certain point we've all been doing this for a hot minute and if you're training like we're saying for the bikini division just overloading weight on every single type of exercise is not the answer yeah yeah I was just going to say, especially because of like the criteria and that was pretty specific. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I, it's funny because you said, oh, let's all talk about how we've progressed in our training. And I'm like sitting there being like, I swear to God, I've literally just regressed in my training because I'm not doing like, I'm I'm doing so much less but I that is progression yeah I was gonna say like I'm literally doing so little that but um I'm not in a building phase right now I'm just in like a maintenance lifestyle phase right now which is great because I can train a couple times a week two to three times a week full body hit the exercises that I love and also know that I'm at least targeting every body part that I want to you know at least once or twice a week um, it's really quite simple and it's more than enough. And I only have to do three or four sets, four or five exercises each time I go. And it is more than enough to maintain. And even earlier this year, like in after I, right after I broke my ankle and I was going to start my prep in May. So in like March, April, May, I was training with so intently and I was only doing three days a week. And at first I was like, and I think mentally that's just what I knew I could do at that time. But I was training with so much intensity and intention and focus that like I did, I didn't need more than three days a week. And I kept guessing myself and my coach at the time, Eric, I like kept talking to him about it. And I was like, I keep second guessing myself, but I'm, but I'm growing and I'm getting leaner and I'm my glutes are growing and like I can see my muscles like changing like my like, but I kept like second guessing myself because I was so used to working out like five or six days a week when I it's first such started a mind fuck yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this doesn't seem right but like logically I knew it was I'm like I'm hitting all the body parts I need to hit for the number so uh, yeah it really changed things for me um well, Chris Bumps yeah. just put out a video or something like that and he was even saying that he was training six days a week for like two, three hours each time. And, you know, and I don't know if like our listeners remember too, but like when we started this podcast, Allison, like you had been dealing with a lot of like things that had a lot to do with like your previous preps, you know, like some gut health stuff, um, like all that. My shit. body was like falling apart. I yeah. had, I had no choice, but to 
but to stop working out entirely and like start from the beginning again yeah mm-hmm. so like when Chris Bumstead was talking about like how he was training that way and he said like you know he was dealing with a lot of like injuries and this and that and like obviously we're all getting older as well so our bodies aren't as able as we were when we were 19 20 but he even said that as soon as he started scaling his training back to five days a week four days a week three on one off all of a sudden it was like the gains were coming so sometimes it's not about training more sometimes it is about listening to your body and like pulling back a little bit and and that's what has been my game plan and I'm feeling really good in it because I come off my workouts knowing I gave my all super intentional it's not just like oh shit I have to go back into the gym tomorrow I know I'm gonna be sore or tired or whatever and have to do something else every single day you know like day in day out it's not like that I am giving myself adequate rest and I can see the recomposition happening like I share my weight is up quite a bit we already talked about my reverse and all that but I can I feel tighter and stronger and just better like I can you know, I added an extra weight to my leg press and I was like, when did that happen? Right. I'm not training as much, but it it is truly maybe one of the biggest keys that beginner me did not recognize. Like if I wasn't there six days a week, I was failing. I wish somebody really like pushed the narrative of rest to me in the beginning, because obviously over the years and like being more educated and just like trial and error it like shows you like you know the difference of putting your body under that much stress and like actually giving yourself time to heal it's insane actually like what (laughs) true rest can truly do for your physique proper sleep proper nutrients and actually just like resting your muscles yeah oh yeah it's a game changer yeah so especially if you're not enhanced at all or like very limit like limited enhancements because how do you you can't overtrain it's not going to do you any favor thinking about that and a conversation I had with someone and arguing with them a little bit about the fact that they were like well you just have to keep pushing harder you just have to keep pushing harder and I was like I'm eating a thousand calories a day and I'm doing two hours of cardio six days a week and I'm training six days a week what like where do you want me to push and and then this this person was during your prep right just disclaimer yeah and yeah yeah, this was during my this was like and it was just a few weeks but they were like well just a few weeks more and I was like I don't have a few weeks more like my body is not like like this is not a good approach and then they were like, well, Regan Grimes just did zero carbs for four weeks. And I was like, Regan Grimes is on anabolic steroids. And a man. <laughs> a man, but also like, like steroids help with recovery. They help, like they literally build tissue. And what happens when you're training very hard, you're breaking down your tissue and you need to repair it. Your body needs to take food as fuel and you need to rest so that it can shuttle the nutrients into those damaged tissues and repair them and rebuild them and that is how muscle growth occurs because you strain it and your body goes oh we need more tissue here for this strain so like if you don't rest like you literally will not recover you won't even grow like you will just be depleting yourself and your body will start Mm -hmm. like 
pay at itself. And so like almost all of my clients right now are just doing four days a week of training. Some have five, but like their program, it's quite little amount of exercises. And um, so that's something that my, my coaching has changed too. Yeah, so, I yeah. respect that. And, you know, I think it's some people need to be in the gym every day or almost every day just to feel like they have the routine. Even yeah. I yeah. have been what like when I said I'm getting up in the morning to train, even on my yeah. days of rest, I'm still going to the gym with my boyfriend. I'm doing like 20 to 30 minutes, really low intensity cardio just to sweat. I'm stretching. Maybe yeah. I'll take in the sauna. Yeah. It's just keeping that routine. But like you said, Allison, it doesn't have to be intense resistance training. Yeah. I um like to tie in with all of that that's actually been like the biggest difference in my training as well and I've actually noticed the biggest difference so when we did this first episode I was probably I don't know if I was prepping or not but my training style at the time with that coach was really really different like Mm -hmm. super high volume super high just super high volume of everything yeah between the reps the exercises, everything, like some of the workouts were, I'm not joking, 20 exercise workouts. I'm like, I don't, I can't, what? And for me, I'm an ectomorph. So for me, that's, I need time under tension. I need progressive overload. I need to be lifting heavy or else this is not going to work for me. And as soon as I kind of took a step back from competing and decided, oh, I'm just going to like, grow um and I got a different program from somebody else and they were like hey I'm gonna push you to train less which is funny to think about that you have to push yourself to do that but you know like we talked about when you're so used to going five six days a week for years and years and doing like hardcore training every one of those days it is a weird mind fuck to like all of a sudden be pulling back but as soon as I did, and as soon as I started incorporating um, compound lifts again, rather than a bunch of all these accessory work, all of a sudden I was like, wow, my glutes have never looked better. My waist is smaller. My shoulders are actually growing. I'm actually getting a bit of a taper in my back. And I was like, man, this is this is better. Not for everybody, but yeah. definitely better for me. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I want to also just throw out like a bit of a challenge because Gabby when you said like some people just like to go to the gym every day nothing wrong with that don't get me wrong but like I do think there's a little bit of an issue when if you don't go to the gym you literally are lost and spiraling and I know that like I've been there and I know that yep Ashley's pointing at herself and like (laughs) we've all been there and I think everyone is because it becomes your identity and it becomes your sense of validation and like even if you just like post a quick gym selfie in the mirror and even if you get one or two people on your story that like it or send a thumbs up or something it's like what do you do on the days where you don't have that well what if you only get programmed three days a week of training from your coach and you say yeah but I want to go every day and they're like you don't need to go every day Like, I want you to train really, really hard on the days that you're going. And then I want you to, like, actively be recovering. Like, you can go for a walk, maybe 20 minutes. And then, but still, like, you don't have to get in your car and, like, drive all the way to the gym and take pre-workout and, like, and, like, just for, like, a 20-minute walk. Like, go outside. Like, 
go yeah. with a friend like visit your mom like go, go for a walk with like go by yourself and listen to like a non-fitness podcast or something like I I think that's something that's really changed in my life because I lived ate slept and breathed bodybuilding for six years straight like it was literally my whole identity and not that I don't love it just as much now but like I fully enjoy my days off where I'm like oh I just want to stay home and watch a movie and like I don't have to feel like I'm a failure for not yeah I don't know yeah no I I hear you it has to do with the story you tell yourself right yeah so I just think it also makes you appreciate your training more. Mm. So sometimes, yeah. I think with like all of that being said too, it's like, just listen to yourself. Like what point of your life are you in? You know, like when I was in Kelowna, I had never gone to the gym as much, right? Like I was going every day for at least two hours. And it wasn't because I was like so body focused, but it was like, I need this to heal right now in my life and this is like but this is my safe space right now so it was a really positive thing for me but if it starts becoming a negative thing where all of a sudden you're like almost like you were saying like I feel like I have to go and you're beating yourself up over it or like you know now all of a sudden you're physical progress is regressing and stuff like that then you then I would definitely take a look at it yeah you know you just have to really listen to yourself and like your body and be in your own lane yes like don't get so caught up on like what everybody else is doing too you know yep and the season of your life too right because yeah like that's a healing season when you're in a prep season it's different whatever your coach tells you you're doing you're doing right so yeah yeah if anyone's structuring their own off season especially I would say don't overdo it, especially with a cardio as well, right? Because if you, we all talked about it, but if you get too good at cardio in your off season, because you still feel like, oh, I have to do this. Like I'm an athlete, I'm a bodybuilder, I need to do it. Damn, your cardio is going (laughs) to suck in prep. (laughs) Well, that's one thing in Kelowna where I was like, I got to reel back my cardio. Yeah. Because I was like doing 20 minutes a day and then it was 30 minutes a day, but it was 45 minutes a day. And it wasn't like, it was just because I felt like, yeah. And I was like, okay, wait, if I'm going to, if this is just like every day, totally cool. I would continue doing that. But my goals are to step on stage again. So just knowing that I was like, okay, I got to adjust this. Mm-hmm. Hearing you say that just like gave me like little stomach butterflies being like, I'm going to step on stage again. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's happening. No solid date yet, but 24. But yeah, no, that's a, I think that's one of the biggest ones for me is why I can keep my cardio low-ish or in prep, not, it's not low necessarily, but lower, not two hours or anything because in off season, my cardio is splendid walks in nature or 20 minutes on a very low incline. And I, I I enjoy it just because, yeah, I I feel like, you know, it helps get you that water out from under your skin, just a little sweat. It's good, but I'm not. I'm not doing a lot. And I already told you with like our challenge that I'm only doing it three days a week. So it's not like I'm doing it on my training days as well as my rest days. No, it's just my rest days to get a little bit of a, you know, a sweat and my heart rate up. Yeah. Yeah. And that feels right. 
Yeah. I'm I, having the same. Yeah, I'm definitely not doing any kind of strict cardio right now. Um, except that like walks outside basically. And that's it's just been really, really nice. Well, but that's a couple- the difference with like your um like passion too is like you love being out in the forest and stuff. I I'm know. Not going to go two hour hike. Are you joking me? Yeah. Like- <laughs> but I will. But but I was gonna say the other day, the the last couple times I've been at the gym, like I made a point of like starting with 10 minutes warm-up and ending with a 15 minute cool down. And so you're getting 25 minutes of cardio in, but you're also getting your warm-up and your cool down. And that's been really nice, actually, because it doesn't feel like too much. 